But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hi, welcome back to another episode of Spit or Swallow with your favorite host, House of Chocolates. Today is a very special day, as per usual. And with me, I have a very special guest, somebody that I love so much, a cutie, um, a writer, activist, award winner. I saw you were on the, was, wasn't it Oscar? What was or, Well, I get to, I'm on the jury now to vote for the Golden Globes. So I get imagine. to vote for the Golden Globes next year. We have a big ass celebrity cool. in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Please, everybody black, everybody black. <laughs> but yeah, we're rooting for everybody black, for everybody <laughs> not black. the Europeans. So um, yes, we have Tayo Bero in the studio. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Today, we're talking about safety. You know, every single time I'm talking about sex, I say, oh, do what you want. As long as there's safety and consent, safety and consent, safety and consent. What exactly is this safety? A lot of times when we hear safe sex, the first thing that probably comes to your head is condoms. Hashtag heterosexual PIV sex. Um, But we're talking about, yeah, physical safety, emotional safety, mental, psychological safety. Um, Ty, when you think safety and sex, what comes to mind? Um, I think like the, I have like the first image that you just mentioned, which is like physical safety. So like condoms or like whatever kind of protection you need for whatever your configuration is. Um, but also I think the bigger thing when you move beyond that for me is like emotional safety, psychological safety, yeah. like feeling being in an environment or a sexual environment where you feel safe and like your position you don't feel threatened in any kind of way there's honesty I think transparency is such a big part of like Mm -hmm. emotional and psychological safety Mm -hmm. um, which I'm sure we'll talk more about but for me like these days I think a lot more about like the kind of headspace that people are in when When they're they're partaking yeah when they're having sex Mm -hmm. or partaking in any kind of sexual sexual activity. activity yeah 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 thank you very much that makes a lot of sense and you know even when you said when you mentioned transparency Transparency is actually part of consent. You know, mm-hmm. there can't be actual consent without, you know, when we do the specific, freely giving, informed, express, you know, all of that stuff, you actually can't have proper consent in sex if, you know, you're not being transparent with the person. They don't, you're not supposed to surprise anyone during sex. They're supposed to know yep. exactly, you know, what kind of sex you're having, what is coming. You shouldn't do any crazy shit like stealthing, like removing condoms or mm-hmm. making decisions without them during and, you know, before um, um, having sex. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean, I think in today's world where we, we focus a lot on, um, I'm very pro-casual sex, right? But I think that sometimes people think because, you know, you're pro-casual sex that it means that it's open season. Yeah, for whatever. it means it's open season or it means that there's nothing like emotional sex or it means that you can't choose to only have sex when you feel emotionally safe. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Some people say, you know what, I'm not built for this casual sex thing. And that's fair enough, you know. Um, I just feel like some people also try to over-demonize. I'm like, no, sex is always a spiritual exchange mm-hmm. or an emotional exchange. A woman must always feel you know, emotionally this and that invested. Now, some people just want to hook up and go. But at the same time, I think that we definitely need to respect each other and we owe it to each other's, you know, 
sexual partners to provide that environment where they do feel psychologically safe, they do feel emotionally safe. I just think that, you know, a lot of people have one night stands in today's world of hookup culture. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you can't expect um it's kinda like when I was talking about, you know, ghosting for instance. Mm. I'm like, it's better to communicate. Yeah. You know, if you know you're not interested. Um but at the same time, you also can't expect too much from people who aren't really your your partners. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your partner yeah, in, yeah, not, way. in yeah. any way. You know, like so for instance, there are people who they may go through because they have mental conditions or this and that. And while it would be nice to say, hey, you know what, this is what's going on. My mental health is fucked. If I just met you, I would be less inclined to mm-hmm. give you that kind All of that information. information. I might yeah. say, you know, it's easy to just communicate my disinterest mm-hmm. by disappearing. And so, yeah, I think um, when I think of psychological safety, I think that you should definitely, I, I'm a huge proponent of picking your partners, especially mm-hmm. for women. I always say me. I choose my mates. I don't, I hate how, you know, the world has made a lot of heterosexual women pick the best of what comes to them. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you need to have that autonomy where you are in charge of your sex life and you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to choose to be with this person. And these are my conditions for having sex with this person. If I don't feel safe in any way, if I don't think that this person is prioritizing me or this person, like if somebody is already violating your boundaries from the first instance, you shouldn't be going all the way because clearly they're showing that this one does not respect consent. But then obviously like it's easier said than done because different people choose to have sex for different reasons. And unfortunately you still have people who are having sex to keep, or a relationship or not having sex to also have that perception of oh she's good and she's this and she's that and you know when you now put all these conditions on sex I feel like you start to lose your agency and you start Mm -hmm. to lose your choice in terms of the kind of sex you're having and how you feel in those spaces when you're not even prioritized yeah and I think too like when you say that also makes me think about like power dynamics within sexual relationships and like I'm speaking specifically about like hetero relationships but other like other kinds of like you know like gender dynamics within sexual relationships but like it's also I think we also need to take it a step further in terms of like yes we can ask people to have all the agency in the world but we also know that like women are taught and socialized to Mm -hmm. think about sex and their role and the hierarchy Mm -hmm. um, of sex in a very specific way and I think is also up to men to create an environment that is psychologically safe. So Mm -hmm. that's also the perspective I tend to think about this conversation from a lot these days. So it's one thing to tell people like, okay, well, if you don't want this or if something is happening and you don't like it, then you have to speak Speak up. up. But what kind of environments have you created as a person with Mm -hmm. potentially more power in that dynamic? Mm -hmm. So for example, Mm -hmm. if it's male, female, as the guy in that like sexual setting, setting, Mm -hmm. what kinds of like dynamics or what kind of groundwork have you laid to make the other person feel like they can speak up and Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. I don't really like this or like okay I want to stop right or like okay can we do something else or can we take a break or can we like stop this right now so I think it like is one thing to like ask people or to teach people how to have agency but it's also like but you also have to be realistic about the times and realistic about the culture and patriarchy I definitely definitely agree with and this is something that's very important when we talk about consent and why a lot of consent work is focused on men like yes women we know that you know consent is for everyone you shouldn't touch anybody that doesn't want to be touched Mm -hmm. but a lot of times when you think about the power dynamics of sex you find that men have the upper hand from societal conditioning, from what is generally condoned, even from the singular acts of 
sexual initiation and mm-hmm. how a lot of times it's men that chase sex. So it's still, it's still for for so many women, it still feels like something that they give men. And I keep, yeah. I keep saying sex should be something that, you know, you do for pleasure. Single women, it's even easier to have this conversation with them. But how do you navigate this in a marriage where someone is already married to somebody? Yeah. You already have children. You already have a certain way of thinking when it comes to sex. You know, you find a, a lot of women don't even enjoy sex because they're part they Pleasure is not prioritized. Yeah. And so they just see it as duty. Okay, he, he has come. Yeah, or they've learned that their pleasure isn't even supposed to be prioritized. Like, people are, like, mm-hmm. there's women in marriages, like, we talk so much these days, like, about the orgasm gap and all those things. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, like, for us who are, like, having the conversation or having the conversation publicly, I think we also get into, like, our own little echo chambers where we yes. think, like, that's how that's the how whole world thinks. Is, so, like, yeah. that's how, like, everyone is kind of thinking about sex and marriage and relationships in these ways. But, like, there are women today in and i'm specifying like hetero relationships especially who like don't even think that they're entitled to pleasure as an Mm -hmm. outcome of sex for Mm -hmm. example like Mm -hmm. the male gratification is like the ultimate goal and Mm -hmm. then obviously reproduction as a byproduct of that but like even this idea that like i'm supposed to enjoy this Mm -hmm. is like something that is still so so foreign foreign and like it's a radical thought like oh Mm -hmm. my god but it shouldn't be that way like this is and i think that's where the socialization again needs to start from like mm-hmm. okay it's not just about telling women in their 40s who have been used to having sex this way for so two three decades years, yeah. yeah that okay yeah you should ask for what you want no like let's also talk to younger people and this is why i love gen z's because like <laughs> they're going to tell you to fuck off and do what they want regardless mm-hmm. but like i wish like our generation for example was like that progressive and yeah. radical and like was able to kind of like push for their own agency and like just basically say no like the way that you guys have done things isn't the right way Mm -hmm. isn't safe for Mm -hmm. us isn't healthy for us Mm -hmm. is destroying our mental health and Mm -hmm. we're going to do things our way and i think the more like this generation just gives me so much hope they do they do they (laughs) give me hope and they give me they give me a lot of joy you know and and it's something i mean the first episode of my podcast is literally called pleasure is your birthright because Mm. when you think about if you take it down to the core of sex education no one actually talks about um, um, pleasure. Mm-hmm. And even when... It's, okay, so with what I do now, yeah, I'm in the sexual wellness space. I have a podcast. I have sex toys. Obviously, when my sex toy angle is even just enjoyment, mainly enjoyment, mm-hmm. right? And so as somebody who does sex work, sometimes to make yourself palatable to mm. offices mm. or to um, NGOs or whatever they put you under this you know sexual health and reproductive health rights mm. umbrella to make it serious and it's like okay yes I am actually you know in yeah. that space in the sexual health and reproductive health rights but people don't remember that at the core of that at the core of your sexual wellness is actually your right to pleasure mm-hmm. like because sex is not just for giving birth yeah. I'm not teaching people how to have good sex so they can have kids me, you know me every day, I shout for them kids. Yes, I'm going to teach you about how to process. If you don't want kids, you should not have kids. Yes, access to birth control, but also access to enjoyment. It's mm-hmm. like they've told you, all the studies have told you that at the end of the day, the clitoris, the primary pleasure, the um, purpose they've seen it for is enjoyment, mm-hmm. right? It's like, this is your body. This is what it does. This is, is beneficial to your well-being, to your happiness, to your freedom, to all of that stuff. So it's not something raunchy. It's not something evil. It's not something bad. and we need to have more. So even with sex therapy, I know that I want to do a lot of pleasure-focused mm. and intimacy-focused work because, yes, you know, we can do the education, we can do the consents, you know, go and be God's strongest shoulders. But me, 
I want my woman to enjoy. Yeah. Do you understand? It's you should be able to have a good time. And in having a good time, you always have to lay the groundwork for the container with which you're having sex to be a safe space. Mm-hmm. I wish out safety, safety, safety. And what is this safety? Even even and it's so funny because we we talk about condoms. How many women can enforce condoms on their partners? Thank you. How many women can yeah. actually enforce? Even people that are educated, even people that are we're not even talking about people in the villages or in the remote communities and stuff. How many women? How many married women can say, "Yo, if this condom is not coming on, I'm not doing this." Yeah, you know. And so it is also it's, it's just like you said, men have to also realize that look. There, and this is why I'm also sometimes I can be quite anti-extreme age gaps in relationships yeah. because that imbalance is always going to be there. How are you going to enforce your rights as a young baby or maybe 19? Yeah. The guy is 35 and then he says, no, this is what we should like. Mo- so many young girls will be learning about sex, learn about their bodies from men and it shouldn't really be the case. And those yeah. ones are just after their pleasure. Yeah. Some of them are just using you as a container or just as a masturbating object. And so then you even have, you know, instances where because people are not open to talking about sex, um, you know, casually and stuff, you can't even say, oh, I don't like this or oh, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Can we try this? You just think eh, as long as some people tie that, oh, I'm good at sex because he's busting a nut. Right. Not I'm good at sex because, damn, I could chase my own orgasm faster than he could, you know? And that's the part for me. Like, I think that like drives me crazy is like even just like our foundational sense of like what counts as good sex is so warped and twisted and broken that mm-hmm. a lot of women go into like sexual spaces not even knowing what they're supposed to be looking for. Like mm-hmm. not even knowing that you're supposed to be chasing an orgasm mm-hmm. or chasing your own orgasm. Mm-hmm. Right? Or even knowing what an orgasm is. Or knowing is, what an orgasm what is or what it's supposed like. to feel like mm-hmm. or how you can have an orgasm or that like there is like also the orgasm isn't the like be all Whoa, end all of, of the sex, sex act. Yes, you should enjoy the entire process. The entire process. And exactly. like it's okay if you don't like penetration because most women don't even like penetration. Like, yeah. It's 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 actually sad and it's actually wild. But I think that, you know, that's why it's important to have these conversations because still and still, even when you th- you hear about like preaching and re- not you being a white toe nails, babe, but preaching <laughs> Sorry, I'm anti-white toenails. <laughs> what color are your toenails right now? Black. <laughs> if they're not black, they're red or nude. I literally only do those three colors. But anyway, back to... That doesn't mean I'm having vanilla sex so just because my toes are white. Guys. I mean, uh, not you appealing to the male gaze, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so niggas do be liking the white toenails. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah... um, you have uh, what was I saying? I feel like I lost my train of thoughts. So you you have a lot of women who don't. So yeah, the religious teachings they preach mm. that oh yes, sex isn't something you should withhold from your husband mm-hmm. to keep a marriage. You must do this even if you cook. If your husband asks for sex, you give it to him. Even just the concept of virginity right. and you know keeping your purity and you know they will deflower you and it's such a gift to give to your husband. I mean, you have Africa outside of religion. You you still have. So many African countries doing FGM, mm-hmm. doing type three where they are sewing people's entire vulvas shut mm-hmm. and then leaving tiny holes for menstruation and for, for urinating. It's actually crazy. And then they tell you the base of it is, okay, or you, I don't want her to be promiscuous. What's so wrong in somebody enjoying? Do you get like, enjoying They literally sex, just yeah. steal pleasure from them. You cut off somebody's labia. You cut off their clitoris. You cut off mm-hmm. their God-given access to pleasure. How do you expect them to have a good um, association with sex because sex, then well, they're you're not now open it then did you understand yeah they're not supposed to and that I think that too like when you talk about FGM and it's not just like like FGM in like you know 
what we would call third world countries or what people, society would call third world countries is also like the gynecological space in the Western world mm-hmm. and like how they tr- how women's bodies were treated up mm-hmm. until a very recent point in history, mm-hmm. right? And like how you can, you still, people can still get the like husband, I think it's called like the husband stitch, like after you have a baby and, and baby, they like sew yes, you up a little you up. bit so that mm-hmm. you can be tight yeah, again. And I for think, your husband, yeah, everything, for, is, everything is for your husband, for exactly. And, and I think it's all like, all of that is on that spectrum of like, not like now we're going outside of like sex but mm-hmm. into like power and power dynamics and mm-hmm. the ways that sex is used as a tool to reinforce the commodification of women's bodies mm-hmm. so the I, at the end of the day is not necessarily just like it goes both ways so the sex is good for men but it's also like being these be under regressive things mm-hmm. yes these regressive like acts and cultures and things that we've done throughout history are also a way to reinforce the mm-hmm. idea that like that, yeah. women are women do exist in a lower class than men mm-hmm. and women's bodies are do exist like, for male pleasure. It's still pleasure. so insane to me that you have these old shriveled white men making rules about our bodies. Making rules about oh yeah if you had sex then you must have that child. Like mm-hmm. it's literally it has nothing to and the, the fact that you're now bringing the backing as your religious teaching who gives a fuck about what your religion says does everybody subscribe to your beliefs and even yeah. then who gives you the right to enforce that on people are you God's soldier I don't understand like <laughs> it's like who sent you a message and it, it really is just a way to punish women because you're now trying to control the kind of sex that they have you're also controlling how many people have easy access to contraceptives mm-hmm. do you understand so yeah you're control and then not to now even mention I won't even be surprised that they ensure that contraception has all those fucking side effects and the science hasn't moved <laughs> forward, so forward to make it easy because it's like no if, if you're going to go and get this then you're going to suffer yeah. if you also have sex you're going to suffer and it's so crazy because it's like why like now nah, the world actually pisses yeah, me you know, off there's so much that could be even like when it comes to how we think about sex and like sexual health and like reproductive health and all that that could be so much easier than it is right now but it just exists the way it does because a men came up with the system men mm-hmm. have been gatekeepers of the system and, men and then they don't even experience of all of yeah. those things and they don't well. they don't need to go through any of that so like why do they care about making like birth control easier for women's mm-hmm. bodies to handle, they've been for testing example, their supposed pill for 600 i'll girl. probably be 185 okay. when they when they finally starting and then i gonna <laughs> trust a man to say he's gonna be popping say, that yeah. every day nah, no. because because they don't they don't it just doesn't show for them and it, it's just it's actually so ridiculous because it, it's still back to there's still so much responsibility on you as a man or as someone who has the upper hand in the relationship to make sure you know this 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 is how I tell men I'm like you can't just yes express consent yes no but if you really care about the person you're sleeping with their body language is something mm-hmm. that you notice yeah. you will notice you will notice a freeze response. Yeah. You will notice that somebody is not moving. You can't get so wrapped up in your pleasure, your mm-hmm. head is... Like, there are niggas who you can be crying during sex. They don't even know that anything is... Pro- I mean, disgusting. I mean, I this... I, <clears throat> let me not even get infuriated. Did you listen to this, this, this beef Netflix? Did you... I did watch. Did you listen to the, the audio? Oh, yes, I did. I about did. him and the young yeah, girl yeah. and how he saw her crying yeah. and he and decided to And I think that was such a... I think... Like that to me was such a good, like a perfect example of like this this thing I always talk about, like how the the ways in which like in a lot of cases like rape isn't violence, violent sex is sexualized violence. Mm-hmm. Like the act 
of violence and domination and mm-hmm. subjugation is yes. the point and then the sex is the vehicle mm-hmm. so when you listen to like this so we're talking about beef the tv show yeah. on netflix and then one of the actors um on it was like a podcast clip resurfaced where he's talking about like two times actually like two, two different so women it's that like he the first yeah the first one i heard was a classic example of coercion literally the massage one yes yeah that was a like it was so chilling because I'm just like this is exactly what men do yeah where you're like okay you're grabbing a hand and she's mm-hmm. like mm, I don't think I want to do that but then you start yeah. grabbing a hand then I even thought that that was it. he said he grabbed her, her head, head. Yeah. to start sucking his dick and it's like that's what men actually fucking do yeah and to them and then you bust the nuts and you move around and, and then to them I'm not a rapist now she did it now she did it, yeah. she didn't fight back she didn't do it it's like you don't give a fuck about the person. You just want to do what you want what to you want do. What you want to do. But also, it, like, so you don't give a fuck about the person. You just want to do what you want to do. But also, this you want is to somebody assert who, your dominance. You want to assert your dominance. This is somebody who could have gotten that for free. Like, you have women in your life. You have other people in your life from where you could have gotten that gratification. But at the end of the day, it wasn't about the sex act. It was you about being able to, to yeah. force a, a vulnerable, a woman in a vulnerable position, position to do to something against wants. her will. Mm-hmm. That was what was exciting to him. Yeah. And I think if we I think like we need to think more about the ways that like rape or like sexual assault of any kind like isn't just about the sexual act as the end goal Mm -hmm. it's also about the violence that gets embedded in that because again people say this all the time like about actors who like rape women or like famous people or athletes Mm -hmm. who do things and they're like these oh they can get bitches now like they can get bitches anywhere yeah they can but that's not the point like the bitches aren't the point the violence is the point and the subjugation is the point I remember yeah, yeah even Something similar to was that um that actor was named Ansar something, something. Oh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari with the with the babe and yeah. the coercion. And it's like as a woman, you read when you're reading these things, you can relate to that experience of being in a space where you're not comfortable. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, what's he gonna do? Yeah. What's he not gonna what do? Now? Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And like people don't understand that people have different types of traumatic responses yeah. to violence. It's not every time somebody is going to fight. As a woman as well, there's so many times when you're thinking, okay, if I fight back, this person is actually going to, is going to injure me. You're yeah. afraid for your life. Sometimes you're just, you're just in shock. What am I going to do? You're yeah. just there like, okay, no. Um, And people also get flooding. Flooding is the same thing to where it's like, first of all, you can actually be flooded back to a traumatic experience mm. where that's happened to you. Or you just get a rush of emotion and you're just like, you're like a robot. You're just yeah. moving because your body's like, okay, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. Mm. I'm in danger. You know, I'm, I remember seeing this thread of one guy saying, just, well, I think it was like two tweets, like a couple of days ago where he said, um, some guy was like, oh, he, he should help. He wants to check the time or check the time on his phone. And as he came, he showed him his phone or something. And the guy, the guy grabbed his dick and then ran away. And he said, he just stood there. Oh. Like for 10 minutes, he was just standing there. Like, he didn't even know. He was just like, because he, he came out of his house and he never for one second thought anybody would assault him. Yeah. And then he now felt like, oh, like he can only imagine what women go through. And actually, I sympathize with him. With him, I understand. Yeah. And But it really, really pisses me off because this is how they always say how men cannot. I don't understand how men don't have that empathy. Like, must something happen, happen to, to you? you yeah. Or must you localize an experience or put some connection? Or imagine if she was your sister, your daughter, yeah. your brother, your... This is like, nah, why can't you just think of this person as a human being? Or you think of of you as an extension to yourself would you want these things done to done you done to you yeah would you want you would you want to be crying snot this 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 that fucking guy said snot bubbles were, were coming and out he of was, the girl's he nose loved telling and that story. yeah like, he loved it like this girl is like 13 or 15 you're like oh she was so tight she was so this 
yeah, cracking jokes. And he was even saying that, oh, this story can ruin my career. But you, you just have to guess it out there because yeah. you want to tell people that, yes, or more, I dominated one mm-hmm. small girl. Like, And it's so fucking crazy because it's, it's, it's what you said. We can always make all these conversations and say, oh, women. And, and I still I still believe that women should be more assertive. Mm-hmm. You know, you should speak. You should say no. You should be able to release somebody if they're not going. If somebody violates your boundaries, that, that should be the end of it, yeah. right? But at the same time, they still, because of the power imbalance, men also still have to take that responsibility of what kind of container am I creating for this person? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's the same way we even talk about like situationships and stuff. Yeah. That is like the biggest fuckery of them all because people now feel like, oh, just because we're not dating or we're not doing an emotional thing, it means I can't treat you decently. Yeah. I can't treat you like a human being. But and and is that thing of like how again, like I get it when like certain women are like they take this like radical stance around like sex or the kind of sex they're going to have or mm-hmm. like the way that they're going to live their sexual lives because and when you hear like, things like this, I'm not going yeah. to Because you hear things be. like this and you're like, why would I even want to be a part of this kind of like mm-hmm. dynamic of as course. it exists? Like why would I want to because put myself in Because it's already fucked situation? from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're fucked from the beginning. Like you have very little chance. Like unless, again, like you said at the beginning, choosing your mates and being intentional about, about and that's something it. I always encourage women to yes. do. Like go out and find these niggas. Like, oh God, I was the kind of person who before I was like, I would rather chew my jeans raw that moves to a guy but see i'm not gonna lie the first time i did this it worked thankfully but i feel like this thing is easy first of all yeah like it's not not even that hard like it's not that hard younger um i used to be more a strategic positioning and stuff Mm -hmm. but like now me i always call myself a sniper if i see it i want it i'm Mm -hmm. gonna get it you know and it's so much easier because it's like yeah i chose and even if i i i I like it when it's like okay me i was one that carried my hand to meet this one and then he now showed me Pepe. I'm like, yes, I was the one that yeah. went to look for it. Not that I pitied you. I said, okay, can you come? <laughs> then you now show me shaking on top of your mind. No, no is that fuck out of here. Actually fuck out of here. I, I will never because now me fuck, fuck up. Like, uh, why no. did that? Like, why I will am never I pity fuck anybody. God forbid. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think like when you think about too, like how women choose partners and like yeah. also but how like how women like choose partners based on, like, their understanding of the sexual dynamic because, yeah. like, we've had all these experiences to kind of, like, build up our arsenal of, or our toolkit of, like, how to choose a person but also mm-hmm. how to respond in certain situations. Yeah. The guy that you were talking about in that example who got assaulted and, like, it only occurred to him then that, oh, this is probably, like, maybe this is what women go through. Like, mm-hmm. it's fucked up and I hate hearing that but at the but same time, it's, I, understandable it's, it's understandable because, when you think about, or I would say it's understandable not but, understandable, I, but I get you it, guess it yeah. when you think about the empathy Empathy gap because mm-hmm. men just they don't are not wired. To, yes, yes they like they're not wired to like care about mm-hmm. other people's experiences in those ways mm-hmm. because they're just half the time they're just never going to mm-hmm. right. Like and that that scenario, like male sexual assault, is very real and mm-hmm. like it's is awful. Of course, but also like when you think about how proliferate women female sexual assault is comparatively like is a much bigger problem. Yes, but at the end of the day, there are much fewer men who have those types of experiences a mm-hmm. and then who feels safe talking about those experiences mm-hmm. b mm-hmm. so the the like the critical mass of people who are having the conversation about how men get assaulted and like how much it sucks and like how we need to talk about sexual safety for men too is just so small that it you know, is. it's me and you see because exactly. why are we in it yeah because well, now we're doing a podcast like understand. really we should be talking about we're ourselves talking about but now why yet, are we in it and that's the thing that's the thing so sometimes and me i always say that 
I'm generally more biased towards women because one, obviously I'm a woman and women get the short end of the stick sexually yeah. in every way, in Always. pleasure, in assault, trauma, safety, all of that. I'm not discounting what men go through and I speak out against it as well. The same way when I say, when I talk about consent, consent is for everybody. I'm not just, even mm-hmm. that thing where women, you know, there was a time when, you know, they'll ask these questions about, oh, as a woman, if you ask your man um, for sex and he says no, what does he mean? And the woman, like, what does he mean? No, he must do it. Da, 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 da. No means no. And it's like, no means no for yeah. everyone, you know. It's like, you cannot, um, and, and that still comes down to that lack of agency and not being able to communicate sexually because I always talk about sexual initiation hmm. up till now men still initiate more times than women. And even when women want to initiate, they'll still be using formats. Mm-hmm. They'll be using, you know, you'll be rubbing on him, you'll be moving, you drink. It's, it's like, open your yeah. mouth and be like, dude, I'm horny, I want this, I want that. Or text, come and do this, this, mm-hmm. this, this. But you're still waiting. Some of them, it's 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 not just even shyness. It's that whole needing to feel desired or yeah. then you want that validation of, oh, he chased me for so long. And yeah. it's like, we need to undo all of those attitudes towards sex like sex itself there's just so much politics mm-hmm, and so much mm-hmm. just so much noise around it that it's like people are thinking about so many factors and so many things so okay many where things. how yeah. long then th- that's idiots at one point they're like oh a 90 day rule after 90 days then maybe he really do you get it's like yeah. if that nigga if you make a nigga work for 10 years that nigga will make sure that on the 10th 10th year once he's done like this that mm-hmm. 10 seconds later, like, yeah, sure, you have chopped I've it chopped now. It yeah, what's the yeah. yeah. So we don't need to play all these games if people can be more direct. But it's it's not easy because, you know, people learn from different ways. Yeah. A lot of things is just stuff that has been passed down from media, passed down from stories, you know. And also learned from our, like, real lived experiences. Because when yeah. you're saying that too, like, because I imagine myself, like, now the person I am now, like if I wanted like a booty call or whatever, or if my boyfriend was like at home and I'm like, see, come over here right now, eat me out. Like mm-hmm. that's not something that would be whatever scary for me to do. Yes. But there's there also, there was a time in my life where that wouldn't have felt good because yeah. just even like the men that you surround yourself with, like nine times out of ten, I thank God, like my brother is a decent human being. Like my, bro- my boyfriend is like a decent human being. But like there was a time when I was hanging around with a lot of guys who were really shitty. And I'm like, if I text if this is how you guys talk about women and how you guys talk about sex, mm-hmm. there's no fucking way I'm texting this guy who I think is cute or so come over and eat me out. Why? So mm-hmm. like he can come and tell you guys and yeah, you guys be talking about me. Exactly. So even, send, yeah. even when I was younger, so these are the things that kept me away from sex for a long time because, or let me say penetration sex trap, mm-hmm. because I remember... I used to have a lot of, I still have a lot of male friends, but yeah, we talk about how our parents used to be like, don't have sex because, you know, men will not, they'll think you're losing mm-hmm. your cheap and stuff. It didn't come from nowhere. Yeah. Because some of them actually experienced slut shaming. Some of them actually experienced some form of ostracization because they believe, oh, this one is a loose girl. Yeah. She comes from a loose home or she lives on her own. Why is she traveling up and down? You know, it's like every single time they always want to attach men to women to make us whole in some ways. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, now you're respectable because you have a husband or you have a ring, you know, all of that stuff. And having a lot of male friends, it's like, you know, you, you, you guys will be in a place, you're sitting down, you're just saying, I remember this was as young as like 16, 15. I mean, my friends, one girl um comes to this guy, says hi, oh, she's like, oh, hi, blah, blah, blah. Then she leaves, next is like, this babe, when are they fuck I'm like this, she they moan like this. Da, da, da. That's how it, in front of like four other guys, I was the only oh babe there. Gosh. And I just shook my head. I remember the guy, his name was Mo back then. I was just like, like, so those kind of things were just I was like, see, the way you people are, like, now nah, yeah. I mean it's gonna be my boyfriend, we're gonna be in love, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not trying to be 
parts of all these yeah. kind of stupid conversations you make and casual stuff. sex genocide seem, yeah, and it also like I think that's also part of what like reinforces the like I guess moral hierarchy that we put between casual sex and relationship sex mm-hmm. because to you in your mind if I'm dating someone and I'm in a relationship with him this is a space that is safe I don't expect mm-hmm. him to go and be talking mm-hmm. crazy about me or the mm-hmm. sex we're having with his friends Which and conversely funny. the society is also telling women like okay you don't want to be that girl that gets talked about so make sure that you have a boyfriend that or make sure that the person yeah. that you're doing all these nasty things with mm-hmm. is your man and mm-hmm. you're keeping it for only your boyfriend mm-hmm. and it's like all those things also put this like very unhealthy idea especially for younger girls mm-hmm. about like sex. the value of casual sex mm-hmm. because like casual sex is great to have yes. but like people the way that we've stigmatized it and like moralized it and mm-hmm. then put that hierarchy of like okay only keep your nasty stuff for yeah, your husband yeah for your husband it's like it's, that's why you even have people who will only do it's only when they're doing marriage counseling or whatever then they want to talk about sex it's like yeah. nah like I believe that if you're going to be doing anything married you should have been doing this is not, let's not sound as if I'm saying everybody going to be having premarital <laughs> sex but please everybody going to be having premarital sex no that's I me mean, I think screaming. everybody should no it's true and I also don't think like and let me say this UNICEF if you're listening I feel like um, it should be illegal for anybody to get married especially women before they're 25 and I think everybody should have sex with somebody before they settle down for the rest of their lives thank you that's my speech amen but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so I was gonna say if you're doing anything if you plan to go and sign some papers da 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 with somebody you guys should have been doing that shit before your special day because yeah. you need to know me I'm, I'm a big proponent of cohabiting if you're going to be in that kind of dynamic because left to me self, I don't think that because you are married somewhere you guys must live in the same house mm-hmm. I don't but if you want to do that you need to actually test all of those dynamics and stuff right yeah. so it just it, it just it just doesn't make sense to me that you know people will put this umbrella of oh yeah it's, sex is now it's, it's dirty but once you're married it's, it's now fine clean, yeah pure. then you should do this and you should do that it's like nah first of all not everybody like try to force the world to exist from this colonialism plus religious lens because like people were fucking ancestors were fucking before they started doing all of that people had numerous multiple partners and you know they were enjoying themselves there's that's why I say I'm I'm very big on casual sex and I think that you can have a casual partner but that's that sexual relationship is safe Mm-hmm. It's safe for your emotions because you guys are both transparent. And even if you catch feelings or they catch feelings, if you guys are safe and transparent and open up, you can talk about yeah. them like, yo, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? Okay, we're no longer aligned. Let's take a break. Or how are we managing this kind of situation? Mm-hmm. But when you feel like, I'm supposed to do this, I'm supposed to do this, this yeah, is the there's only all these thing. rules. There's all like, these yeah. rules and everything. It just doesn't make sense because like, how do you, that's, that's why you, you, you have women have issues like vaginismus or they feel like, you know, they're dirty or whatever because you've already told them it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And you say, okay, as long as the pastor blessed that, then it's good. But it's like, nah, you've already made them afraid of this yeah. thing. You've made sex such a big deal. How are they supposed to have a good time? How are they supposed to think about their pleasure and their enjoyment? How many pastors are telling telling people, oh yeah, this is how you should please your partner or this is yeah. what is right or this is this what is was wrong? Exactly. Yeah. And, and also, I think to like that like shame culture like you were just talking about is also like a big thing that makes sex really unsafe both Mm -hmm. in and outside of marriages like the shame that we attach to for example certain types of sex acts Mm -hmm. the shame that we attach to doing things before you get married Mm -hmm. like I I had a friend who like or I knew I know someone who was in like a really awful marriage situation Mm -hmm. but also like 
that involved sexual violence, mm. but that they couldn't name as sexual violence they because don't even know. they didn't, they didn't even, even know. know. Yeah. They didn't even know. Like, couldn't name the abuse, couldn't even identify this experience as being abuse mm-hmm. while it was happening mm-hmm. because of the way that they had been socialized around sex, sex. and mm-hmm. because of and what, what they, they understand yeah. of sex. Yes. And meanwhile, this guy is, ran through, and that's the worst part, Like, the, and then he'd be the worst niggas. Like, you're marrying somebody who has literally ran through dirty. You live in the streets. Mm-hmm. Now you want to settle down and marry me. And, mm-hmm. But then I'm supposed to be like this pure, this pure like mm-hmm. virgin for you. And like, and then the worst part of everything is people like that, they definitely have Madonna horror complex. Oh, where yeah. You still want her to do that, but you're still in the streets. Yeah. Ain't no way that nigga is still not fucking around. There's no way yeah. in hell that nigga There's is There's no way. So I think that like shame culture as well is some, is a huge thing that contributes to like the lack of sexual safety in relationships. But also, even like you were talking about the church and like not just the church, but like religion mm-hmm. and religion. organized religion mm-hmm. as a yeah. whole and the way mm-hmm. that sex is talked about within religious spaces. Mm-hmm. Like even the fact that you never get to talk about sex and this is my understanding like you don't really talk about sex until you're getting married mm-hmm. like how are you supposed to know what to do what to do yeah, how are you supposed to know what people, to do there are sex therapists who have said like um, these couples uh, sorry not sex therapists doctors they've had couples come in and they're like, oh, she's not getting pregnant. She's not getting pregnant. And they're like, what did you do? And some of them were just like, well, they just laid beside each other. Uh-huh. Stop. I'm, I'm dead serious. Okay, I'm <laughs> serious. Stop. I'm actually dead. How many niggas be fucking thighs? Niggas be uh-huh. fucking thighs. That one is even this Not the thigh gap. Just even go and Google or just check on Twitter about, oh, women and bad experiences. There was one thread like this. How many women said he had sex with my thighs and came? They don't even know. Another, like, so one, one, one other one. I, I think, yeah, we had a sex and religion episode. The guest said that, you know, someone came to her parents and the, the person was asking, which hole do I put? Is it the up hole or the down hole? <sighs> and then, you know, for us, it's like, whoa. But at the yeah, same time, that's if, real. if I didn't read this in Harley Quinn and Mills and, yeah. and stuff, Jiget, I How would you have known? Yeah, Jiget, Because so it's not true. everyone who went to watch porn or had mm-hmm. access or cared to even watch porn. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I had, I had already had that imagery of okay this is what it's like then obviously then you go to class or you go to school then you do reproduction you maybe JS2 or whatever but some people didn't have that education yeah. and sometimes like you said we, we we can really exist in our echo chamber when we're talking about sex 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 but we forget that some people their entire world view yeah. and everything that has to do with sex is totally different from what we've consumed oh, yeah. the media our own interactions at least we, we even have each other you have your friends you can't even yeah. just oh this happened that happened some people don't even have that mm. they don't have that space you can't even talk to your friends because maybe your friend you want to snitch to your mother or whatever type thing do you yeah. understand and how yeah. many people will talk to yeah at the end of the day okay some people now feel comfortable I'm having sex and I'm going to ask my mother mm-hmm. your mother will not tell you okay try 69 or try the except you yeah. just have that dynamic answer. your mother herself is she enjoying sex mm. Ooh. Do you understand? Okay. And I, that's one thing I'll keep asking people. So, yeah. Is your mother enjoying her sex life? Okay. Your dad is probably fucking around. Yeah, your dad is. Do. Your dad definitely dad is. Dad is definitely like, yeah. enjoying his life, bro. <laughs> but but your, your mom? Is your mom? Yeah. Is your, when does your mother have an orgasm? Okay. You know? So, yeah, it's 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 actually crazy. And I think that it's sad because, you know, I think for us, there's still hope because, you know, there's us, the podcast, the mm-hmm. world is very open, there's Gen Z. But sometimes I keep, something that keeps circling in my mind is like, in time, I need to still do work for the older generation, for mm-hmm. mothers, especially for older women, because their own pleasure and sexuality has just been destroyed. Yeah. It's like you hear somebody's like, and they've not had sex in 10 years. Now, mind you, it's okay if you don't even have sex in six months, if that's what you want, you want right? Yeah. I can't project my own. There's no right number of 
sex you should have. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what were your experiences throughout your life? Although you still have the ones who found ways to access it, their besties. Yeah, their besties. besties. Yeah, so... <laughs> You know, and all of that. And they had all those workers yeah. in the house and stuff. Because I me, mean, I always say, like, there are many things in life you can repress. Yeah. But sex is one of those things that will always, like, it will, will always, always find, find a way. way to, it will always to, find to, to come uh, up. Yes, yeah. To come out. Yeah. You know, whether it's your kink, whether it's your, I mean, how many times do you have, like, doctors who tell you many men ended up in the emergency room with objects lost of their rectum? Oof, yeah. Because they like anal stimulation yeah but they can't they don't have the safety and the safety goes both ways as well because yes we talk about um women women, women, women think this women think that if you tell a woman now oh yeah it's your man's ass yeah, hey he's gay he's gay yeah. lick yeah. his nipples oh he's yeah. gay he's gay so it's not they're not the only ones that are guilty yeah women and, ourselves are yeah. guilty and because that of that culture yeah shame. it goes both ways yes too. It's, it's, yeah. it goes both ways because it's how i always say that i feel like the most erased um, sexuality is bisexual men. Mm-hmm. Because once you're a bisexual man, you're gay. You're gay. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, so imagine now so somebody saying, oh, I'm a bisexual man and I also like my ass being eaten. Yeah. Or put a finger in my ass and stuff. They can't actually... And I, I'm like, sexuality and body parts, like, bro, these are just bits of flesh that like yes. things. You get? Like they're, things they're just nerve they're, endings. Yes. And sensory... Your body just like sensory stimulation. Mm-hmm. So what's... Like, if and they're there to make you feel good. Feel so good. why is that a why big, is that such deal? A big because deal? Because the world has told you that like only women should have things up their ass. Like, do you understand? Is, like, do you actually like understand? that is crazy to me? And even like that makes me think about that episode of Insecure. I don't know if you remember like the early seasons of Insecure mm-hmm. when like it was Yvonne Orji's character who was like dating this guy who they had known for a while and then they were having this conversation like she really liked him. Everything about wasn't this it guy Dre was at 10. All? No, it wasn't Dre. Before she was, before that, mm-hmm. it was like, it lasted for a very short time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they were having a conversation and randomly he said that um, he had had, like he had tried an experience with a guy with when a they guy. were in college. Like mm-hmm. it was one time. Well, I think I remember And that. he was like, it was just like a bi-curious thing and I think he said it not even thinking like it oh, would yeah, be a big, big deal. deal and that was she the, just like, she killed it Because yeah, they were like, just that like, was yeah, it. once you have sucked yeah, dick once, you once you have done yeah, that, you're going to Now automatically you're gay. But also, okay, so, okay, first of all, if, okay, if he's so what? Let's start there. But also, he wasn't even gay. Like he had an experience just like Yvonne probably had her friend, her friend probably ate her out in college. That's fine. But then when a guy wants to like like have an experience all of this homophobia comes yes. up and it's like yes women no, too have I, to I find be, that I find that like, she upsetting but you yeah. know a lot of it too is just just that socialization of how like women were very were thought to be very free around each other women mm-hmm, can change in front mm-hmm, of each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but some of it is because it's men that cause that thing because you know when you see um, I, I remember describing this FFM threesome to somebody and it's like, okay, if they've told you that these are three lesbians, but for mm-hmm. men, it's like, wow, more breasts for me, yeah. more kids for me, more, more pussy for me because of that male gaze and the male approval the of, fantasy, yeah, this, this is, is harmless, yeah. you know, it's like, there are no dicks, it's, it's, it's like the, it's like the threesome episodes where men will always just shrivel at the thought of, what, why should two dicks be there? It should be okay for me to not, as a man, I don't need to like oh, penis. Yeah, men love I don't a good it, FFM, yeah. but they hate an MMF. Do like, you understand? What? And it's like, why is it, why sexuality, female sexuality is not fluid because there is one gene in us that makes us yeah, like, yeah. It's because, we're not inherently yeah, more fluid than not. you. Like, we, it's we're just, all fluid. Everybody, and I always say this, I'm sorry, everybody's gay. You guys are just wait, have not found out yet. And like, yeah, no, I'm me, I'm okay. I've, I've realized my own. When everybody like wakes up, is their morning and that's fine. But in a real sense, like, sexuality exists very much on a spectrum, on a spectrum and I know yes, we've we said that so much it sounds mm-hmm. like a cliche but I feel mm-hmm. like that's one of the truest things and I think that's one of the things that if we like 
we can we will do away with so much of the shame culture around sex and sexuality mm-hmm. and like gender dynamics within sexuality when we understand and accept and be okay with the fact that like it's okay like sexuality exists on a spectrum Mm -hmm. it's possible for you to like and even if it hasn't happened before like or it it never happened it doesn't have to be something you realize when you were a child like maybe you're in your 40s and you're like oh Mm -hmm. like my this guy is kind of cute like you're a guy and you're like oh this guy is kind of cute like that's cool maybe that's something to explore like I wish we made it easier, easier. Especially, especially for, for men. men. Yeah, I wish we made actually, it my heart actually goes off them. And you know, some of them say, no, yes, pussies, they're not for me. Yeah. I don't want to even know that my nipples are sensitive. <laughs> I don't, actually, the thing is, but why the you ass, don't want to know? Why are you scared to know? Especially the ass one, they're like, don't go there. I don't enjoy it. It's not, it's like, but anything is, so me, I, I, I don't ever want to be someone who is pushy because I'm yeah. always like, I, I call for people to explore mm-hmm. if, and then, even if you are rigid on something, I always say, maybe you should investigate why. Mm-hmm. You can investigate why I say, and be truthful to yourself. I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to find out that. Because when it comes to sex, I've, I found out that a lot of people believe that once they do something, then they're just going to run wild. Like, yeah. ah, once I find out that I actually like toys in my ass, maybe yeah. tomorrow is a dog, I'm going to fuck. And it's like, it's not that deep. And even there, okay, maybe not dog, child. Because <laughs> I don't know how the dog is like, going to consent, child. <laughs> you know, but you know, yeah. people have whatever. And I always say, especially Nigerians, like, in the world of sexuality, kink, we're scratching the surface, bro. We're yeah. not, you know, why people at least they give themselves the space to go. Mm-hmm. As much as yes, there's pushback, they're conservatives and stuff. They find themselves, they have the community, they find ways to actually encourage and validate themselves to explore whatever within the king community. They are the fractions of okay, mm-hmm. we are the furries, we are the ones that are the leather community, <laughs> we are the this, we are mm-hmm. the that. You know, they find themselves. I mean, even the bloody incels are finding themselves and creating a group, Girl. but let's mm-hmm. not even get into that. <laughs> let's not even get into that. But 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 that's just what it, I just wish that people would accept that, you know. And it even and it even spills into gender because now at least we're getting to the point where People are accepting the fluidity of sexuality. Maybe more they're accepting homosexuality mm-hmm. and, you know, certain types. But then I'm like, if you can't accept that sexuality is fluid, why do you have that problem with gender? Mm-hmm. Gender is a yeah. whole... That one is a whole it's other... A people whole, don't... I, yeah. And I think what you said is really, really important about, like, what people... I think there's a lot of fear, especially for men, about what lies on the other side of that discovery. Like, if you allow yourself to like or if you if you allow yourself to kind of push a certain boundary sexually there's a fear of like oh, oh is this am i now does that mean wild. i'm gay or am i yes. going to run wild or am i now only going to be wanting to have sex with men mm-hmm. and i think that has to do with again like shame culture and how we've kind of demonized mm-hmm. certain things but i think it also has a lot to do with like they're scared of what might happen but there i i think there's also like they're scared that they might like it and like mm-hmm. what happens if yeah, you have what that they first like experience exactly. and like what does that mean exactly. for me going forward you know forward what I mean so somebody I, said, yeah. someone said that even one of the, I think it was one of many guys where he was just like okay what if I discover that I like my ass being eaten then I now fall in love with you I'll not be looking for you everywhere to be eating my ass <laughs> and it's like and it's like, first of all, relax. <laughs> Not the one ass eater. Like, relax. You know, one ass eater in Lagos. So, yeah, so it's like, I beg you, let me just, this is one I know. So, even when, you know, I, and I say this almost every time, when I meet somebody and they say, oh, I'm a pleaser, I'm a pleaser, I'm a pleaser, I'm like, mm-hmm. calm down. You, what do you like? Like, yeah. You, yes, it's like, I feel like it's an easy cop out to just be like, okay, I'm just going to pump, I'm just going to be doing mm-hmm, all the chicky mm-hmm. chicky. And I'll say, like, no, you, Unko, what do you which part like? of your yes. own back should I press that you melt? Yeah. Like, I too want to know. I too want mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like pleasers, yes. You can be a pleaser. You can have that 
dynamic or yeah. you know, your pleasure. Yes, pleasure, seeing yourself pleasure people can be arousing. Can be arousing, yeah. It is visually stimulating. But you yourself, how much discovery have you done? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people bring ego into sex. It's the same way too. Same way some women feel like, ah, yes, I made him come 50 times. That means I'm I'm bad. The man too is still like, yes, I also subdued her. It's like, yeah, yeah you can, you guys can do that for each other. But you, so what are you getting out of yeah. the experience? I need people to also be, especially women, you to be selfish in that sexual experience to oh, see, yeah. you know, what you need and what you're trying to, what you're trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you should also, you know, we, we live in an era of situationships. It's not everybody that's going to, I don't think, I don't even think that you need to be at, First of all, I don't even believe that the SI unit for relationships is monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. So you can be in whatever agreement you have, mm-hmm. but you also need to make sure that you prioritize because sexual relationships can fuck with your mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, they Absolutely. can. And you, you have to make sure that you demand better. Yeah. You should communicate. I like this. I don't like this. If this person, if this, if, if what you need, this person cannot provide it, mm-hmm. you need to decide, okay, am I really, is it worth fucking with my mental health? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if it, if it, if it's not, then it's okay to leave it. Yeah. yeah. No matter how sweet it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people also just need to decide like what sex means to them because mm-hmm. sex just doesn't mean the same thing. I think yeah. we, a lot of the time, like when we try to like have, because as human beings, like we love categories and we love being able to say like, okay, this is this and like, mm-hmm. this is that. But like, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, I think with sex, like we fall too far in one direction. So it's like mm-hmm. either, oh, sex is this like sacred spiritual emotional, thing, like yeah. emotional thing that you have to be like in love with the person mm-hmm. and then you're going to have a soul tie and their soul is going to be, there's no mm-hmm. such fucking thing as soul ties. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like soul Hashtag, ties. Hashtag, there's nothing like soul ties. But there's no such thing as soul ties, please. But also, I think there's the other end of the spectrum where people are like, okay, wham, sex bam, is just thank casual. You, yeah, mm-hmm. like, wham, bam, thank you, man. But I think I think both of those yeah, things they are, are very valid. The spectrum yeah. is valid, mm-hmm. right? But you have to decide for yourself what sex means to you. Mm-hmm. And then all those other things will flow from that. So, mm-hmm. like, even for people who, like, sometimes, like, sexual or sex-adjacent experiences can mm-hmm. really affect them emotionally yeah. or psychologically like maybe you're a person for whom sex is just something that is a bit more sacred or that is like has an effect on the way you see life or the way you move through life Mm -hmm. and maybe you're a person for whom like a nut is a nut and like Mm -hmm. you keep it moving Mm -hmm. and like that is okay but I think the decision about which end of the spectrum you fall on has to be yours yeah yeah and then and then you don't even have to be it's, it's the same thing Everything is a spectrum and everything is dynamic. With certain people, you you can even be like, okay, with this one, if it's me and you, I don't want other partners. I don't want, I want it to be monogamous. I want to be emotional. With this person, I don't feel that kind of connection with you. Mm -hmm. You have a nice day. I don't really like your face. Yeah. And go home. Do you understand? It doesn't have to be a specific type of way. And, 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 you know, even when I said having sex properly, I told myself, I was like, okay. I need to sit down and decide, you know, my sexual future and have like, and that's why we say like, yeah, freedom is your right to choose, mm. but you get to choose something. You don't, yeah. I mean, if you want to just be living your life, but I think that sex, I always say sex is a responsibility because, you know, you're thinking about safety. You're thinking about, okay, do I want birth control? Do I don't want birth control? Yeah. If I'm going to be doing condoms all the time, as a woman, you can't be waiting for the man to always have condoms. Are you always trapped Ooh. yourself? Yeah. Ooh, because, that's a good yeah, one. because if, if he does not have now, then nothing is going to yeah. happen. Then that's okay. Maybe just the da da da. You used to protect your own self. Yeah. You used to have lube in your own house. Mm. Do you understand? You should also remember that, like, 
if if you know what you're trying to get out of this, okay, yes, I'm trying to have fun here and stuff. This is what I like. I'm all in my drawer there. Me, there was time when I used to carry some of my toys. Like, okay, yeah, in my bag, like, bro, if I feel like I want to incorporate that, mm-hmm. carry your toy to your... Because me, you know, on this podcast, many men have come to say in their own house, they have sex toys. I don't know what men are doing with sex toys. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. Even say I don't, I don't... I won't say I don't know what men are doing with sex toys. It's more because I know men are using those sex toys for multiple people. Right. I don't buy that yeah. shit. Silicone holds bacteria. They safety, swear, guys, safety. safety. This safety. is the safety we are talking about. They swear that they clean they it. There's the disinfectant. They da, 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 da. Except you watch him soak it in hot water for that three minutes. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the heat of the moment, when sex is generally nasty, once yeah. that point has entered your brain, you don't send. That's when you're like, you know what? And let's just uh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Or you get, so it's like you, you've done round one, round two condom. Let's just yeah, yeah. clean now. It's not smelling now. Do you yeah. Get? So some you really have to be very intentional because you can really get lost in the heat of the moment. And then tomorrow now you're looking for Plan B. Mm. And then tomorrow is like ah, this one is scratching me. Do you understand? Because let's not like. Every, Sex is, it is, if it is, is done right, at least it can be a very pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. And many times people have, you can get carried behaviors. away and get, you can oh, get, yeah, yeah, like we all, everybody be moving once mad in while, once yes. in a while, but you have to very, you have to be very, you know, responsible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That condom thing is a huge thing. Like a lot of women don't buy, you just wait buy their own condoms. Because That's you assume so he always has. Yeah. Then when you run out now, you put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. If it's even somebody that is irregular for you, after a while, you guys are just like, eh, okay, he'll pull out or he'll mm. do this and that. So you have to be intentional. Like, yes, men, and the thing is men, because at best, they're just going to maybe take medication or whatever. Mm-hmm. The man is not getting pregnant. So there's more responsibility on you. You shouldn't be waiting for him to be the one to go and buy the plan B and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although if that if that nigga knows it without your own consent, I mean, he should pay for that shit. But at the same time, right. you should also be be in that position where if shit is defined, you can also take, take care, care of, of business. Yourself. Yeah. Yes, you yeah, should be very, very intentional true. about, yeah, put, the, put some responsibility in him but also be responsible for yourself this is why I keep shouting birth control so many women are like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they'll use fear monger and tell you use natural go and use natural cycle and go what and is natural cycle all those um, they'll tell you to use like uh, calculate your basal temperature check your this check your check the, the location of it. those are like traditional <laughs> methods okay. of doing when you're ovulating and right. stuff right okay okay exactly. so, yeah, so happen, like, I'm sure like things happen like, in the co- comments of those pages you see people saying I was using this and I got pregnant <laughs> I was using that and I got pregnant so it's like bro I use the day injectables day I know mm-hmm. a lot of these things but it's like you got you have like I really just believe in having that power and that agency where God forbid a nigga gets carried <laughs> away or whatever man now nothing because you can't always know someone can pull out but what if everywhere was already was so it, yeah, moist you didn't even you know, know that know, yeah. some of it yeah, happened mistakes and stuff. happen mistakes actually happen so you yeah. should be able to decide for yourself like yo as I'm having sex now am I getting tested I might get tested regularly. Mm. Do you get? And not not just when something is scratching or when something is smelling. Yeah, because guess, there are yeah. so many STDs that don't have symptoms. You can't just be even thinking, oh, let me go and do a routine. Yeah. Thing. And you see stuff. and Or that and don't, um, what is it called, manifest until they you don't give it to somebody else. They don't manifest until you give it. Do you understand? And it's even worse for men because you have STDs where... Um, man-to-woman transmission, if the guy has it and he has unprotected sex with mm. you, it's like 70 to 90%. But the other way, if you're the one that, for them, it's like 30%. Yeah. Because oh. we, yeah. Women, women, women don't pass STDs to men as easily as, as men, men pass oh, to us. Exactly. Yes. Because your vagina is open. You have all this. So, the, the, the line of the vagina, mucosa, all those things are very thin. Mm. So, you have all those blood vessels there. Right. Any small so friction pathways, like this. Yeah. You can just even have small, the lube is not enough. They've already cut you. He has mm. 
those bacteria, it has entered your bloodstream. Your cervix is just there, wide mm. open. So there's so many access points. Your urethra is there, Seth, mm-hmm. to just collect. But then they just have that tiny hole. Yeah. Do you understand? So, so it's true. yeah, so it's easier for them to pass out. So as a woman, your own Yes, there's all that stuff for men, but you should be more intentional with your body. You should be che- whether or not you are with your husband that swears yeah. that and he's not like, doing anything. Go and check and because, check yeah. and not just even STDs. Like I'm sorry, BV and like regular, like wash your dick. Like even if Do it's not a, for real, like and I'm being so dead ass. Like it sounds funny, but like actually wash your dick and like wash your hands before you put your hands standards. In I always so like private. Even like, if they washed it before when they left where they we where they to, were, yeah, they drove their steering they've wheel. Dri- you've driven they've your car. You've opened, your the, keys, opened door, the door. You've opened the door. You understand? They've touched you've your parked, face. Yeah, you've done so, so many so things. Like yeah, and this is where sexual safety actually comes you have to be very intentional mm-hmm. like people just be moving crazy and stuff and you have to know your body you know even when okay yeah we we, we be clowning men saying oh you don't know where the clit is you as a woman you too where's your do own you clit mm-hmm. do you know where is it when last did you even Ask look at your own do you guess when last where is your own vagina Jenna? when last yeah. did you look at yourself have you, looked at, you know what's crazy so there was this episode of I used to watch Sex and the City a lot like I just you know I just finished I just finished I for the first time I was in movie but yeah, yeah the shows were the show was best obviously mm-hmm. but like there was okay so do you remember in the show when Charlotte like for the first time yes, she was like at, looked yes. at like stood mm-hmm. over a mirror I was like bitch I actually don't know what my vagina looks like like it was watching that that oh, I was no, like me. oh I, I think actually the first time I, I looked at mine was like me I've always been very curious I was mm. like 17 oh and yeah okay, and okay. then even with peeing I realized we didn't pee from the same hole as, because mm. I took a mirror to the bathroom and I peed and I was like, oh, <laughs> that was how I found yeah. out. Because like, the thing is, I used to read medical books for fun. I think that mm. like, that's why a lot of like my journey has been very, it's been me on my own time because I want yeah, to know. You want I to want know. to know. I don't think like, I, it just doesn't make sense. I want to see all of mm. these things. I remember the first time I, I felt like sexual arousal, like, oh, I'm where, you know, because they'll tell you in school when a woman is this thing, there'll be a milky liquid. Or so. mm. First time that that happened to me where I was like, yes, okay, this is sexual arousal. I was 17. I was like, mm. oh, okay. Yeah, this is what but, that yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But before then, we're kissing and we're kissing because it felt good and it felt nice, but there was no desire for penetration mm. after the kissing. We just wanted to make out and go home. Okay, mm-hmm. and touch breast. Okay, that's cool or whatever. But it, I don't need your dick here. Like, that's not what... My, my body is not having those kind of sexual urges yeah. and stuff. So it was very easy. I don't think I ever have ever had any... Oh, I'm confused about sex. What should I do? What should I do? Because I read, I yeah. check. You I'm know. being curious. Like, I think, again, like, that's also why, like, I, I have so much admiration for, like, you and what you do. Because I think the separation between like okay yes like the funny like goofy whatever yeah. parts of sex but like mm-hmm. also the, the real like stuff. the serious parts yeah. and like taking sex as like something that is serious mm-hmm. and that isn't just like yes reproductive health is yes. important but like well, yeah, let's call it what it is like fucking too is important fucking and is fucking important. well is fucking important well is like important. and that is real like well fucking well is, is important, important. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah and that's why like I love like this so much and like the work you do because it's like it's giving I think gravitas to something that a lot of people just want to be like <laughs> yeah like, Jenna's like yeah I'm like bro it's just not another cocktails podcast it's 
like, yeah, Bruh, yeah, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna giggle. We're, talk- we're talking about the fun stuff, but the serious stuff as well. Yeah, we're not trying to get pregnant, we're not trying to get STDs, we're trying to understand our bodies. Mm-hmm. Even yeast infection that everybody's always shouting, yeast, yeast, yeast. If you actually check, maybe I think it's like fifty to seventy percent that are not actually Actual yeast. Infection. So many yeah, things, yeah. yeah, they're very misdiagnosed mm. and stuff. But people just think, oh, you know, this, that, and third. Then you even still have the stigma of when people go to um, meet these health providers. But me, I always say, I, I don't know the thing that will make me catch shame in this world. Yeah. Like <laughs> and even when they say, only, I'm, and yeah. I've always even been comfortable with my body. When they say, okay, open your leg for this. I already removed yeah. this. Yes, check it. Because I want to believe that as a medical professional, especially, like even when I say nudity, I'm just like, these are body parts. It's just skin. Why yeah. is it making you? Mm. It's like, how many vaginas, how many vulvas, how many penises have you seen in your life that I should feel like, oh no, like at the end of the day, if I'm doing all this hiding, if I'm carrying something in my bum bum and I carry it home, I'm doing myself. You're doing you yourself, exactly. So you should yeah. actually be, so yes, you know, men, 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 but at the end of the day, there's only so much shouting you can be for them. You as yourself, you should have that responsibility yeah. for kids. And be diseases. curious. Like, yes, get curious. And being able to say no, yeah. Yeah, like, curious. There's safety in curiosity. Like, mm-hmm. actually being curious about yourself, not just about men. Like, know yourself so that there's nothing a man can tell you. And mm-hmm. I think that's what, because, oh, because they will. They will try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they and will definitely they try. Know, and what do what they, they know? know? Telling you People rubbish that they, that they don't be, know. Don't be having periods. Don't be having <laughs> anything else. So, like, what yeah. do they know? So, you shouldn't really be learning about your body from a person or from a man or whatever. Like, and talk to your friends as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be surprised. There's so many people who had to hide for a long time because they were not sure. You know, I'm going to be judged. It's like, sex is, is not that big a deal. It's like sleeping. It's like eating. eating yeah. It's just because it feels nice. And if it feels nice, then you should be able to give yourself the gift of, let me... Ha- explore as sweet as this shit is let me see I want to get to the point where I have an aneurysm just bursting from how much mm-hmm. pleasure I can get from this shit and it's not that it's really not that deep you know and I, I just wish that more people and more women would just prioritize like their pleasure their happiness and just take charge you know, when, yeah. it comes to, when it comes to sex yeah, yeah man that was a lot but, but it was very very important I didn't ask you spit or swallow Spits or <laughs> swallow? Sorry. Spits or swallow? Oh, spits. Why? Why spits? I, I don't know. I'm just used to it. I'm always in a position to spit, so I just always do. But like, I mean, if I have to swallow... She said if I have to. Swallow and then chase. I'm dead. <laughs> I don't like the taste. Mm. Like, I don't like swallow the taste. Yeah, bit swallow with a bit of chase yes. after. But like, if, if I have to. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a spitter. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Quick tip of the week, if close away tip of the week if you're gonna advise women or anyone in general um about sex or anything even relating to the topic as well what would you say mm, um i think get curious be curious like house of chocolates look read books watch things on youtube listen to this podcast thank you um, but yeah I, there's there's safety and curiosity so get curious about yourself and your partners all right thank you so much guys follow me at house of chocolates follow the podcast at spit or swallow pod on Instagram and on TikTok, SOS Pod Official, on Twitter and the YouTube channel. Please subscribe, like, share. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the DMs. Thank you for all the shares. Thank you for all of you doing our member in the group chat. You know, we love all of you. Follow, follow, follow. Um, where can we find you, Tayo? Um, I am Tayo Biru on everything. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah, online. Just, just check online. She has <laughs> yeah. so many articles. I live for your articles because you say everything that people Thank don't want to say. It's like, it's like, 
you know, being able to say the truth, being able to say the radical, honest truth. And I love how much you speak for black people as well. And you're just like, yeah, I'm not trying to pander to these, you know, milk-colored <laughs> <Europeans>. people. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much. All right, guys. I'll catch you same time next week. Bye.